Hey, welcome to the Forge Academy. I am Steven, your DM. Make sure you go to greenleafgeek.com for all your dice needs and foundfamiliarcoffee.net for all your coffee needs and use code FAYFORGE on either of those websites to get 10% off your order as well as uh, help support the podcast a little bit. But you're really going to want to go today to patreon.com slash Academy uh, and join that because our next recording session, we are running our session zero. <laughs> <clears throat> our next recording session, we are going to be recording our session zero for our Patreon-exclusive Haunted Prison Break campaign, uh, and that will go on the the old Patreon as well as all the episodes for that that we record, and soon after that, we will release our first episode for that campaign to our main feed, but the rest of them from episode two on will only be for our patrons, uh, so you're going to want to check that out, and then... Uh, Make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, we are at 95 reviews at the time of me recording this right now. It would be amazing to get to 100 on iTunes. Uh, so go to Apple Podcasts, um, click that five stars, write a quick note. Uh, huge difference in our algorithm and getting our show in to uh, more people to experience the magic that we make here. And don't forget to follow Lexi at Black Girl Mage and check out StrixU the show that she is producing and GMing uh, Strixhaven campaign. Super amazing cast and story. Go check that out as well. All right. With that, we've got a big episode ahead. Enjoy. Our former students turned adventurers uh, found themselves on an island hearing the haunting voice of Don Jarius carried on the wind. Uh, Ariadne saw wisps of different types of magic almost fighting uh, and Cosima followed this uh, ethereal sort of unicorn uh, that she's had a connection to into the forest where she met for her first time Don Jarius uh, we talked about taking this soul of the wild this magic force and using it for something though what it is uh, there was not time to figure out uh, as he sent butterflies these strange sort of flesh-eating butterflies um, towards Cosima, and the fight ensued. And so, as the fight went on, uh, the last thing that happened was Rain felt this five-pointed star that the whole party sees in this spring just beyond Don Jarius um, start burning, the same tattoo that they have on, on their thigh. And Rain, as that happens at the top of this round, you can hear that same voice um, that right before you lost Colonel that whispered into your mind. You can, you can feel it. Feel it in like the stem of your brain um, whispering and it's unsettling. And then you snap back to whatever is happening in this fight. Um, these butterflies still swarming around Ariadne and Cosima. So first one's Cosima, second one is Ariadne. Uh, 20 and an 18. So 20 to Cosima and 18 to uh, Ariadne to hit. Uh, 20 hits. Okay, yes, that hits. <laughs> okay. I, I need both of you to make con saves. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. Let's do it. 19. Okay, so both of you pass. So uh, Cosima, you take a total of 30 damage, 22 piercing, 8 poison, and... Uh, Ariadne, you take 31 piercing and 6 poison. Okay. 
uh, as these butterflies continue to like bite into you. There's something almost like metallic feeling on their wings as they swarm around, uh, and it's sort of like a, a death by a thousand cuts things as each one, each one as it flies by, um, does more and more to you. You also see these creatures start to emerge from the trees. They look almost almost like a dryad would look um, if a dryad got sick um, and started to hunch over and grew started to grow extra vines and and whatnot um, and they just start to slowly emerge from all um, kind of all around this little clearing that you're in and as that happens rain it is your turn and you all feel this magic from from the spring growing this this five-pointed star um, like it's it's brighter and brighter glowing um, as this magic almost pulses off of it into into the forest, into all of you. Okay. Um, wow, this is getting really hairy really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, Rain has probably started to glaze over um, a little bit, like really struggling to stay present in the face of everything that's going on. Um, and I... I I just really feel like they are still pretty singularly focused. So um, despite the fact that there is this unicorn sort of bearing down on us, Rain is going to uh, elevate up. Um, I am going to try to get out of reach. So it is going to take a... uh, Yeah, but I'm going to try and get like 25 feet up if possible or just... I don't know if it has reach or not, but I want to be out of... Okay. Uh, It's large enough that you... You need to get a little. You need to use probably. Okay, go like thirty feet. It has up. ten. It has ten foot reach. Okay, uh, seventeen to hit. Um. Do you still have your dragon bonus? Okay. I'm gonna use my reaction again. Those same draconic wings are going to like just manifest under my feet as I go just barely out of range. And um, okay, I'm sort of still like staring at Don Jarius, but seeing like without seeing, sort of. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Rain is too far for anyone to hear them whisper. Not again. I have to stop them. I have to stop them this time. I have to stop them this time. And um, in that same sort of resolute, uh, I don't know, self-pep talk, they are going to begin whispering this incantation um, again uh, as my hand is clutched around Colonel, um, there is a flash that's probably fairly bright, uh, and I am going to, again, uh, Cosima, this would be the first time that she sees it, but um, I am going to summon my draconic spirit. This massive dragon forms just behind, um, or a bit behind Don Jarius, and it is this strange amalgamation for those familiar of Colonel and the the corrupted dragon. So it's black in its form, but there's an eerie glow about it. It has these bright blue eyes and the same scarring, not in the same pattern, but scarring all over it. Um, Remind me what size it is. It is large. It's a big Bowie. That's Colonel currently, correct? Uh, not really. It's technically a... A summons. It's a conjuration summons. So Colonel is still in my pocket, but the manifestation mm. of it is this weird hodgepodge of, of what Colonel used to look like when he got big, except now. Got it, got it, got it. I am casting this at sixth level. So I'm digging deep and taking that magic that we got from the tree 
uh, and basically putting everything into this, uh, and it shares my initiative turn. So as it manifests, it kind of comes into being as it's stampeding in his direction. Like it is already full charge in his direction by the time it is visible. Um, and it's going to make three attacks and use its breath weapon at him. Oh shit. So it just starts, <laughs> anyway, so it starts blasting basically. Yeah. First one is a 21. That hits. The second one is a dirty 20. Hits. And the last one is a nat 20 for a 28. Nice. That also hits. Hell yeah. Let's go. So let me roll those super quick. Each attack is 1d6 plus 10 piercing damage. Plus 10. Damn. Yeah. Um, that's 45 points of piercing damage. All right. Nice. Um, and as the last uh, kind of claw hits the ground, it, it bears down and full breath weapon just like up the back of his spine. Okay, nice. And it is a, he has to make a dex save for this one. Nice, nice, nice. That is a 17. Um, he will succeed. So okay. he only takes... Um, half of ten, so he takes five points of radiant damage. Okay, um, as as that happens, this giant dragon comes barreling towards him and, and sort of rips him up pretty good. Um, from your vantage point, Rain, you are the first person that sees a little bit of a crack in that cockiness, um, and it turns a little bit into fear as he is actually he's he's bleeding fairly profusely at the moment. Nice. Cosima, it is your turn. Amazing. Um, seeing how that went, I think, let's see how this is going to go. I think I'm going to look around at the group and kind of determine whether or not, like, I think that to me it makes more sense to aim at this guy, but do I see that the monsters that are kind of descending on the group are an issue that should be addressed right now, if that makes sense? Like, are they... Com- do I get the sense that they, like... Ooh, I mean... Almost like that synch- synchronicity, I guess. I don't know. Uh, synchronous movement. Was it because of him that these monsters are happening? Or are they just, like, naturally occurring in this forest? Mm, why don't you roll me a Arcana check? Okay. 13. I think you would think... You're not exactly sure of the source, but you know that their movement is not natural. Okay, okay. These creatures. Gotcha. So, I think that what I'm going to do, I'm going to bonus action, make myself invisible again. So, if I do that, do I have advantage on, or give them disadvantage on opportunity attacks if I try to move out of their way? I won't even, I won't even give them an op- opportunity attack because they can't see you. Nice, Perfect. Um, so I'm going to bonus action, make myself visible. I'm going to move. I feel like now is the time for me to throw my little magic thing. Um, my little exploding football. Uh, okay. yeah, I think I'm going to try to do that. I think I'm going to try to throw the football. Okay. And I'm, let me see how far away I am. Let me make sure. Yeah, I'm about 30 feet. So I'm going to try to throw it. I would like you to roll a deck save to see if you are accurate in nice. throwing it. It's going to explode no matter what. Yeah, okay. Or not a deck save. Uh, ro- roll, roll a ranged attack. Okay, okay, gotcha. Um, so I get plus seven of these. No, you're good. Oh, I rolled a 17. 
24 total. Okay, so you can you can tell me exactly where you want it on the map. So I think what I'm trying to do, I, I kind of wheel up and my wheels are still going and I'm zooming towards and I take this like magic item behind me and like lob it over my head. Um, and I want it to land like, I want to make sure that this manifestation, like this dragon over here is not in range of it while it's in range of so that it affects him okay, not the so dragon just... and possibly the star we'll see mm-hmm. uh so that uh i'm i'm essentially you just you just threw a six level fire fire hey. <laughs> very fun very nice. fun nice uh, so nice. I would like you to roll eleven d six. He's gonna make it. <laughs> I almost said, "Hey, I need DS- Can I get some d sixes?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just pass over this deck. Yeah, sure, here you go. Six. Okay. Uh, everyone pass Lex your d sixes. Thank you. Okay, I only need two more. Ten. Uh, he rolled a natural <gasps> one on his deck save. He is going to choose to pass that instead <gasps> with his second legendary resistance. Coward. Burn it. <laughs> Burn it. Five, six. Burn. Burn. Yeah, okay, okay. 11d6 coming your way. 9 plus 6 is 15, 16 plus 5 is 21, 24, 28, 34, 35. 40 points. 40 points of fire damage. Okay. So he takes 20. Yeah. That's a lot of fire. 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 And as that, as that, this this glass object flies through the air, hits hits the water. Uh, you see it crack, and it's almost like that slow motion, like where where you watch like like ice yeah. cracking, like in in movies, right? Where it's like little little pieces, and then all of a sudden it just like like combusts, and this fire just shoots out um, twenty feet in all directions. Uh, you watch it cause like this wave that slams into him a little bit. Um, <sighs> And you also see this, like, this five-pointed star. Like, it almost, like, flickers in and out for a moment. You see um, specifically the this unicorn spirit, like, kind of turn towards it and flicker with it. Uh, Rain, you feel something inside of you in that tattoo as well. Um, and as Don Jarius turns and looks back at you, there is just pure hatred in his face. Um, and anything else on your turn? Um, I'm just going to say that that's probably my action, right? Yep. <laughs> Does that count? Cool. Uh, through the football as my action. No, that's, a, that's a free action. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Take two more. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> perfect. Uh, I'm invisible. He has no idea where I'm at. I like that. Oh, so he, does, he actually, you just see that, that look of hatred just, just some, just towards this yeah. group. Uh, I forgot that you were invisible. Amazing. Okay. Um, I don't think she's going to say anything for fear of revealing her position. Not that that truly would. Uh, but she's smirking to herself and she's going to just... <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, that's it. That's all for my turn. Okay. Uh, Besky, it is your turn. As you have this massive unicorn spirit in front of you. Yeah, that is in front of me, and I kind of hate it. And how does it look? Does it look still in good? It looks ethereal and magical, standing. so you can't really you can't really get much of a read on it. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. 
I was going to do a thing, but I feel like I just need to do something to get rid of this, because this thing will kill us. Lots of these things will kill us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a oh, lot of death yeah. on this battle map right now. <laughs> yeah. there's. We're running out of things that aren't going to kill us, to be honest. All right. Here we go. Uh, that, like, uh, so I got that uh, sunbeam thing from, what was their name again? Nyx. Bafflestone. Nyx. I got the sunbeam thing from Nyx, and it has three charges. Mm -hmm. YOLO 420 swag, mm -hmm. 360 no scope, moon sunbeam, all three charges. All three, just all of it. Just the whole thing. Oh, you, can no. do, you, only do one, you can only do one at a time. Sorry. Sorry. You three and then you, you do cast, one. cast three six level evocation spells at once. Yeah, yeah, what's up? <laughs> uh, it is a 60 foot line though. So, um. Oh. Let me let me let me get the beam. Let me see if I beam. Let me see if I got you know some of that Dragon Ball it's hyper rage. Hey, got the range. I can hit that hyper beam. <laughs> um, I can't hit the hyper beam like this, sadly, because <laughs> just ten feet out of range. How convenient. How convenient. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if I go over here, it's still seventy. It's worse. If I go over here, can I glancing below? Nope, that doesn't work either. All right, you know what? You could walk in. You could walk into the butterflies. <laughs> you could go around the bottom of them and hit him and the butterflies. Yeah, I was thinking about moving to hit butterflies. And actually, let me see this. Let me see. Stab them butterflies. Let me see this real quick. Because the, the new things that showed up on screen are also not our, in our, our favorites either, right? It's true. Yeah, they're not. They're not necessarily buddies. We don't like this. I'm just trying to get the angle. I'm trying to do the angles. Gotta hit it just right. That's well, it's from me, so like the okay, that's still sixty-five feet. Okay, the best I can do. That one would hit. Uh, that one, if you're standing there, you'd also hit Ariadne. So yeah. No. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't do it. Do I deserve it? Maybe. <laughs> All right, I'll just do two. I'll just do the like the the unicorn and the bugs. Okay. I'm gonna sidestep the uh, unicorn and I'm gonna hit that hyper beam. On, on the on the unicorn and the bugs. I don't know what the magic looks like, because obviously it's not my magic. So. But it is infused with my magic, so I can you can see the stars like kind of the stars that kind of project out of me. Uh, they will project out of me in, in gold, and they'll also dim to crism, crimson and dim back up to like regular gold. They're kind of just doing this kind of crimson to gold. What's your spell save DC? Uh, yes, indubitably. Uh, it is... Where is it on DM? Oh, it's in the spells. Uh, 16 is my spell save DC. The butterflies save, uh, but the the unicorn spirit does not, the spirit of the wild. Uh, so, uh, roll me 68. 68. Okay. 68. <laughs> uh, 27 points. Okay. Something. Oh, plus my hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Plus my my uh, because I'm a celestial warlock, I have radiant soul. Uh, whenever you cast a spell that deals radiant or fire damage, you can ask plus four to the fire damage of that roll against one of the targets. Nice. So tw thirty-one in total. That's why the stars were relevant. That's why I said it. Okay. Uh, so the the butterfly swarm still takes half damage. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but this light like shoots out, um, and you see this this uh, unicorn spirit. Even though it's ethereal, it, it does seem to be alive in some sense, and it appears to not be able to see anything as it's blinded by this light. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, so you take this you take this large crystal out, um, and as you release that power, you almost you almost feel it pushing pushing you back. Um, you all watch as it, it slams. Once it gets through through the butterflies, it slams into some of the trees, um, breaking them apart. Uh, any bonus action or movement? Hex on Don Jarius of the. I usually do decks, but I think for this battle, maybe, maybe, um, we got some casters here that do things, but like the thing that he's doing might require more wisdom than intelligence, perhaps, because he's a bard. Bard use charisma. Actually, I'm going to, uh, yeah, because this is like maybe there's a charisma v charisma thing with cause, and he, that mm-hmm. Jerry's is bard. So I'm going to do the disadvantage. Or yep. Disadvantage on charisma skill checks, right? Yep. It's the checks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it is his turn, and he oh, he's stepping around as oh it, that thing has ten foot reach. The dragon, Chris. Yeah, it sure does. Okay, he's just gonna he's just gonna walk right next to it then. Okay. Because what's the point? Right. Um, but he is locking eyes with you. Oh. And you hear that whisper again. Rude. You and your dragon must protect me. And I need you to roll a save of some kind. What kind of save? Not again. Uh, a wisdom save at disadvantage. Do we see this going on? Oh, now remember, you got that bark inspiration ring, so you can throw a d10 on that. Is this a charmed or frightening effect? Um, I think it's a dominate mind. This is dominate person. Yeah. Again? Yeah, you got this? You got this? Or it- Hold on, do I have anything? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Oh, nope, that's advantage on saving throws against being charmed because I'm fey. There you go. Okay. So does that cancel out disadvantage? Sure, yes. Yay. I'll throw a d10 on there also. I mean, I'll roll w- no, no, no. at advantage at disadvantage if you want. No. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> also, while that's on the stack, Ariadne, did you want to or did you want me to? <laughs> Magic player over here. Did I Did I want to what? I was assuming you wanted to counterspell. Maybe, perhaps, first maybe. I was, I was thinking a, a counterspell. Yeah, I was assuming. Like, do we see? Can um, we hear? The, yeah, is is, is Dungeris casting a spell? That's he the is. Question. He is casting a spell. All right, and here's the second question. I, I hate to say it, but is anyone within sixty feet of this jackass? Big time. Uh, I believe I am. Oh, I guess I'm not sixty feet. Oh yeah, you are. You're fifty-five. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Get a Yeah, I can't actually do it then. So I think you have to. Yeah, neither can I. Okay, I believe that you will need to make a roll. Yeah. Uh, oh, I am too. Well, I can wait till if, if her fails. Let's see. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I can wait to see if she, hers fails, and then I cast mine at my warlock level because... All right. <laughs> Fingers crossed. 1d20 plus 7. 19? Okay. So as that's... As, he, as he's whispering, you're hearing those whispers in your mind. You feel your, your tattoo glow. Um... He doesn't have he doesn't have a uh, counterspell. Um, <laughs> what a cocky bitch! <laughs> Get wrecked, you gorgeous idiot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gorgeous. <laughs> Where did the gorgeous come from? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, the the his words just kind of fade on the wind and and fall out of your mind um, as you see Ariadne. What does what does counterspelling look like? Uh, I think I think she doesn't catch like she can't hear the words because I think it's in Rain's mind, but it's like just the the hairs on the back of her neck, something's something's up because Rain is suddenly very quiet, uh, and she will lash out her hand um, 
pointing across the way, and it's like, it's not a beam of light. It's like, almost like fog kind of appears out of her finger hmm. um, as she casts a spell. I think as I, I think just for flavor, like as Rain is hearing this, these whispers, I think Ariadne for sure would have picked up on it because Rain had gone from this very like stoic, blank mm-hmm. face to mirroring Don Jarius's smile and you can't see, but like my vision is like photo negative right now as his words are starting to sink in. Um, so I think that would have been telltale. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, the spirit of the wild uh, is going to uh, actually all three of you that are within 10 feet of it. You take damage at the beginning of its turn. The unicorn. The unicorn. Yeah. I am 30 feet in the air. Oh, okay. You don't take it. Uh, oh, that's an action. I, I misread that. I'm not going to do that. It's just going to gonna hit you twice, um, uh, Ariadne. An 18 and a 28. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Okay. Uh, the Wait, hold on. Shield. We're going to cast shield. Okay. There yeah, cast shield. Do it. So just the 28 then? Um, And, uh, oh, no, I can't because counter spells my reaction. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <gasps> it's fine. I'll... Okay. <laughs> yeah, they both hit. From the first one, you take nine, it's bludgeoning, mm-hmm. um, and okay. 17 cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the second one, you take 20 bludgeoning and oh, 16 no. cold. Okay. I'm down. Uh, I also need you to make two con saves. Okay. Uh, oh, God. Jesus. I have two levels of exhaustion. You take two levels of exhaustion. <gasps> what? What? That's, That's bad. Whoa. That affects your death saving throws, right? No, no. The fir- first level of exhaustion is disadvantage on ability checks. Second level of exhaustion is your speed is halved. Yeah. And then yeah. at the third level is when it gets real bad, because that's when you take just yeah. everything disadvantage to your saves. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Yeah, right. but that's two. Two is very bad. That's bad. Is, bad. is that just an ability? Yeah. Or uh, that the soul of the wild head? That's just part of his attack. <gasps> Steven Madman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DC 17 con save or gain wow. wolf exhaustion. Yeah. I faint and go down. Uh, Kaz, it's your turn. Don't, 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 don't NPR voice after that. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're back to Kaz. <laughs> So, so, so tell us what the situation is here on the ground, Kaz. <laughs> oh, my freaking God! Kaz <laughs> reaches out, strums at Miranda's uh, ukulele, and is going to cast a third level. Wow. Uh, word of healing. Mm. Nice. Hey, let's go. Baby. Yeah, let's get, 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 get. Love to see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Ariadne! Oh! That's the word. Uh, it's going to be plus five. Okay. 12 points of healing as a bonus action, and you are on your feet, Ariadne. Nice. Uh, gosh, yeah, that was... I'm completely rewriting everything I thought I was going to do this turn. Uh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm really not. I'm really not, because at this point, it's time, right? It's time. It's time. It's time. Kaz is going to take his action. He's just going to start casting Counter Charm. I'm fuck waiting. Oh, it's a language, right? But fuck waiting until someone gets charmed. <laughs> I'm casting counter charm now. That means anytime nice. Don Jarius is going to make anyone make any kind of save versus charm or fear, you have advantage on that save. And with that counter charm going, Cause is just going to just step by step close the difference, close the distance between him and DJ. Okay. And yeah, I just call him DJ. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. Not hot. today. Not again. Okay. And now I'm within 60 feet. 
So we got multiple counterspellers on Ariadne. Rolling my death saves. Let's go. Uh, no, he gave you. No, he gave you twelve HP. Oh. So you oh, hear, I missed that. Yeah, oh. yeah, no, mm-hmm. he cast he cast um, healing word. The, okay, never mind. So Ariadne, on your turn, you hear the you hear Kaz's voice just yell up. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was very fast. Uh, you you regain twelve hit points. Uh, and nice. Your turn. Epic. You are proned. You are surrounded by death butterflies. Uh, <laughs> immediately next to you is this giant ethereal unicorn that just stomped you <laughs> into mm-hmm. unconsciousness. Um, <sighs> and it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to cast my Aura of Vitality. Uh, I don't even think... I don't even think she says anything or, like, casts it. It's just like she starts glowing. Um, It's an automatic kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And she goes down. And so there's that. And I have a bonus action, so I'm going to regain... Hi, please, motherfucker. We'll take it. Uh, It's plus five. And I am going to cast more spell stars. Uh, We're going to go around this thing as I am going to pick myself up and this is so bad. I got a speed of 15. Um, I can stand up so that's it because Mm -hmm. yeah. Speed is halved so it takes half of your movement to stand up so you have have five feet left. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, Good. Um... (laughs) Okay, spell stars. Uh, we're gonna explode one here and one on homeboy down there. Okay, those are deck saves, correct? Those are deck saves. Uh, butterfly is a five. Nice. Okay, that's two d six radiant. The ethereal okay. spirit. And his, is a he is not affected. Twenty seven. Okay, uh, but that's ten damage to butterflies. That's that's huge for you guys. You, uh, you'll you might see why in a minute, but that's huge. Okay, thank God. Um, great, great, great. That's all that I can do. So that's okay. it. Oof. At the top of the round, you see these these like warped tree spirit things start moving down towards you all. Uh, two of them move directly towards Don Jarius. Um, the one that gets close enough to him, uh, that is just uh, starts like rubbing the sap on him, <laughs> uh, and you see uh, some of his wounds. <laughs> no, no. Like, is it like a clear, like oily sap? Are they like? Do like is it like, like get... sexy sap or like? <laughs> it's like super sexy. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 is he he's just he's, getting an oily rub down right now. Yeah, in the he's, of he's of peeling his shirt he's off. Like, place, wrong some, time. Uh, it's a baby. <laughs> no, it's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> baby oil sap in there. He's like, he's like, not now. Now's not the time. Um, Why is he flexing each pack? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that. The butterflies uh, continue to swirl around you, Ariadne. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are below half half damage. It means they don't do quite as much damage. And that's a natural one. Nice. And that's a natural one. Um, so they continue to flutter around, though somehow maybe they thought you were dead and were moving on to something else. Um, Great. But they are ignoring you. And Rain, it is your turn. Okay. Um, okay, Ariadne's back out. Um, I am, okay, Rain, uh, kind of still tracking Don Jarius, but seeing there's a lot of moving pieces now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to fly so that I am slightly overhead both of these, uh, entities, both the unicorn and the, what's left of the butterflies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'll come down like maybe five feet, not far, but just so I get them within about 10 feet of me or so. Um, not ever breaking eye contact with Don Jarius. Um, and I'm going to uh, just, I w- I, oh, go ahead. I want to make sure you have all the information. Um, you would have been able to pick up that the, the, um, the Spirit of the Wilds reaches 10 feet, just so you know. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I'm just coming down, like, just within reach. Um, but thank you for that. Um, yeah, I'm going to, while maintaining eye contact, again, sort of, like, slack-faced, very expressionless, which is out of character for Rain. Um, just raise a tiny hand and snap as I cast um, Thunderstep. Okay. Nice. I'm going to cast it at fourth level. Yes. Um, so both the unicorn and the butterflies need to make a con save. And for the unicorn, I'm going to use three sorcery points to give it disadvantage on its con save. Nice. Love it. Um, so this one's with disadvantage. The 15. That's going to fail. And butterflies is a natural one. <laughs> Oof. You hate to see it for them. Um, Love to see it for us. You do, though. That is 24 points of, whatever it's called, thunder damage to both. Um, And it is this, like, it's heard across this entire battlefield, this thunderous snap as I blink out of existence and reappear standing right on the crest of the head of this dragon. Nice. Um, Because it teleports me 90 feet. That that butterfly swarm is very thinned. There's only a few left fluttering around. The spirit of the wild, you can't you can't really get a read on what it does, what it's done to it. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna perch up there. That is my turn. Okay. Um, uh, Besky and then Cosima. It's actually the dragon's turn. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry. I know that's so Please. annoying. No no no. I um. But yeah, as I kind of pop out of nowhere, um, Don Jarius would just hear that tiny voice. I'm not done yet. And uh, the dragon is just going to start tearing into him again. Nice. That's so terrifying. People who do who do mad damage and but whisper while they do it, it's like that's the most terrifying combination of things. I gotta imagine um, it's gonna be pretty scary for Don Jarius. Like everyone's just giving him like the like big hate eyes, and he's getting it from all directions. Right. The first is a dirty 20, the second is a 21, mm-hmm. and the third is, uh, it's only a 13, so the third one's going to miss, probably. Uh, the third one hits. Oh my god, uh, Don Jerry is getting shit together, bro. All right. Don Jerry with a 13, we've been scared of this clown, he's walking around with a 13 AC, god damn it. Um, okay, so, yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, okay, so, eight. Um, 39 points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, why don't you describe, uh, how Don Jarius goes down? <gasps> what? Ooh. Um, I think the first two attacks just, they almost rip him asunder. Um, like to the point that he's obviously barely holding on to consciousness, but the third attack... Um, the dragon sort of upturns its, uh, it's not a paw, but kind of upturns and Claws. Wolverine stabs Don Jarius through his midsection and then kind of like lifts him up so that he's at eye level with me. 
I just want to watch the light leave his eyes. Amazing. Love it. The dragon then swings around and is going to breath weapon these two things, if they're still standing. Um, they are. Sheesh. The last thing, though, as you as you raise him up, um, he still makes eye contact with you uh, and is still smiling. He says, I still didn't lose. And his head goes limp. I still didn't lose? I still didn't lose. I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that. I didn't like it either. Everyone hated that. Uh, but breath weapon away. Uh, those two things have to make a dex save. Okay. First one. Second one. Uh, the close one fails. Okay. Eight um, if it fails and four points if it succeeds. Radiant damage. Okay. Now, Besky, it is your turn. And it does appear that, that Don Jarius is dead. Uh, nothing has changed in the demeanor of any of these creatures. I don't like that. Mm. Uh, I don't like the way that Steven used the word appears. Mm. All right, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm moving myself over to here. I'm just going to use the Blasting McBlasting McBlastersons. Okay. Uh, not the Eldritch Blast, but the, 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 the Sunbeam. Sun beam. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sunbeam. Hit that Sunbeam. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to Sunbeam some, some folks. <laughs> uh, the line. So the little dryads and the unicorn in front of me. Yep, yep. Actually, no. I want to stay where I was and, and hit the... Because the swarm is still there and Ariadne's still, like, sad, right? Yeah, Ariadne's not doing great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy, guys. It's okay. I'm happy with the choices I'm having a good time. Who you, who you lying to? I'm having quick. a very good time. <laughs> uh, I think this gets... This doesn't touch yep. Ariadne or... It's kind of hard, the angles here, but... There it is. There you go. Yeah, yeah I, you can get you can get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna you know uh, what do they call it? Uh, pass the needle. Yeah, thread the needle. Like that. Thread the needle. I'm gonna thread the needle between yeah, yeah, yeah. Ariadne and Kaz and, and hit that sunbeam on both the unicorn and the swarm. Okay. They both, they both fail. Sick. Uh, it's sixty-eight, right? Yep. Plus my plus my four. Yep. Is of my yeah. Something good. 30. 34 damage. That's hot. Okay. Uh, nice. With that, the last of the butterflies are just disintegrated. Hell yeah. Uh, I still have a bonus action. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll move my hex from the now some we imagine deceased, but probably not deceased, uh, Don Jarius over to the unicorn. Uh, I get to change the modifier, I think, on that. So we'll do dex. Okay. And that will be it. I, I like turn to see that Don Jarius kind of falls, and then as I see like, you know, um, Ariadne kind of struggling, I just like now I just focus all my my focus, anger, and ire towards um, this unicorn and the butterflies. And you kind of see if you've ever seen some people here might have seen. Um, actually, no, I guess maybe no one has seen. Maybe uh, while Lena like in her deity it's not anger it's something that like you know malevolent not malevolent malevolent things have like this fiery hotness and it's a, it's a word for it but i'm gonna that's what you kind of see on besky's face is like an image kind mm-hmm. of a, a small image of that yeah as i do the the sun beaming retribution mm. there you go the divine retribution face love it word. uh cosima it is your turn amazing um so when we attacked the star last time, it made the soul of the wild kind of pause, right? Like take pause. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm mm-hmm. going to try to shoot at the star with my longbow, and I'm okay. going to cast Tale of Thorns. 
to see if doing damage to okay. it will help. Um, okay. So let me go ahead and do that. I'm casting it at a third level. Why not? Okay. So I will shoot my longbow, and then if I make it, then I get to roll 3d10. Okay. 16 to 7, 23? 23 to hit um, on that first one. And then 11 plus 7 is 18 to hit on a star in a lake. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, D8. Where are you? There we go. Um, So for the first one, Hmm. 6 points on the first, 11 points on the second. So 17 total piercing damage. And then I will roll my D10s for my Hail of Thorns. Nine, three, twelve plus seven is nineteen total. Okay. Um, with with that damage plus the damage that was done by the um, <laughs> the bomb, it's not destroyed necessarily. You see the light fade, and you watch as kind of all these creatures all pause once more. Um, you can still see, like it was, it was pulsing out magical energy. And that has quieted as those last, those last arrows hit from the hail of thorns or thorns hit, um, the, the water goes still all these like weird dryad creatures just kind of stop. You watch as the spirit of the wild, at least whatever you think this manifestation of was, um, it turns towards the water and turns towards you, um, and you can take this however you will. It's going to it's going to move and run through you. Um, you feel this rush of energy of this magic that you have felt. Um, and if you want to take over any narrative for what that might look like, you can. Yeah, I mean, I think that I've been in my dream site this entire time. I think that that's something that has that is probably also why I've kind of strayed away from the group i've been on this very direct mission having to do with the feywild and seeing this soul as large as it is coming towards me i think kasima takes a second and breathes and shuts her eyes almost like trying to get out of that dream sense or almost maybe resigning and as it passes through her, or as it runs through me, um, I think that the flowers in my hair all bloom at the same time. My hair, like, the wind knocks it all, like, back as if I've had just a huge gust of wind blown through me. Um, and for maybe just a moment, my dream site and my regular site like merge and become one. And I am now seeing everyone in front of me and everything that's happening and being grounded in the reality of the moment while also being tapped into this fae creature. Um, and I don't know what happens next, but I think that that's like, she's just like resigning that this is part of this whole, the reason that she's here. Yeah. So as that, as you kind of breathe in, uh, those of you on the outside, what you would see is you would see this 
this power like almost bursting through um, like going in through the front of Cosima and out through the back and then almost swirling around uh, you watch her hair changing um, Cosima in, in that moment as you're kind of letting yourself into this power um, what you feel is something separated from its home um, separated from where it belongs and you you're not speaking to it necessarily you're seeing through it you're you're experiencing its experiences and you see this kind of what you you see is that this this glyph basically that's been carved into this spring which which as you have taken a second to look around this this does mirror um uh the venera font in in the fey wilds um it is almost identical outside of maybe the colors of the plants and whatnot and the warping that has taken place. Um, you see that this symbol has kept this spirit from entering its home. That that's what this star has done. It separated its soul from itself, essentially. And when I turn around, do I see the symbol? Is the symbol gone? Uh, it's still there, faintly, faintly glowing beneath the water. I think as though physic physically you have you have damaged it but it is it is really deep magic that would need more than just mm. I think I will call back and as the spirit it, it, the spirit like moved through my physical form I will call back to whoever can react whoever can help me and I will say please lend me your power this is what I'm here to do. We must break the seal in order to return this back. Reflexively, without hesitating, Kaz uh, begins to lend his, his magic through through music, which Cosima uh, can, you know... Oh, yeah. Hate, whatever, that's cool. I, I almost... Stephen, if you'll allow it, I almost want to, like, start knocking back one final arrow... And with every person that like lends me their power, just like glow, so that I can put like this one Ooh. final thing, like this one final arrow into this glyph, mm -hmm. but only with the help of everyone else if they're able to give it. Yeah, why don't each of you, if if you want to, if you want to step into that, describe how, what you do. Describe what you react, what you react to in this in this moment. Yeah, I would um, get one of the golden wraps on my wrist and I would unbind it from my wrist and then put it up closer to my bicep. I'll get the spear and then I'll, I'll slightly like just do a, a quick nick on one of my wrist veins and you're going to see blood seeping from it. But um, from the blood, it uh, drops. They're about to drop to the ground. They stop midair and form into crimson stars. And I'll start having that float over to Cosima. Um, I think Ariadne would try, but I... Have the two levels of exhaustion still, uh, and uh, she's like kind of hobbling forward, but um, leans on her staff a little bit, and uh, I, I don't think I can give much more. That's okay. I think just being here is adding more power. Um, I'm still just pulling the arrow back as far as I possibly can. Rain. Just for clarification, this, we no longer see the star, right? Or is it still there? Just like deactivated? Still there. Yeah, I'm trying to take it out. It's still there. It's <clears throat> So it was 
during the fight, it was like almost projecting above above the water, very mm-hmm. clearly pulsing out magical energy. The damage that has been done to it has has caused it to sort of recede into this spring. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's powerful magic. Like you can't just punch it away, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And did I? It didn't. Did it have any effect on me, or did I? perceive anything when Cosima hit it the first time? Because um, it had been, like, burning and stuff. Is it doing that still? When she hit it the first time, um, the, like, the burning sensation went away. Like, as, okay. its, as its power has, has lessened, okay. um, you have felt it less. Okay. I think Rain is still kind of coming out of this, um, but we'll turn to Cosima. Still fairly expressionless, but um, looking almost ablaze like my eyes are like burning in my head um and there's this i don't know strange distortion a little bit almost like heat mm. waves on a hot day that kind of are around me um but they will turn to you and say what exactly do you want us to do whatever power you can lend to this arrow um and you know, Stephen, tell me to shut up if I'm going into DM mode but like i think that like the straw what kind of instrument is cosplay? Oh, uh, ukulele. Ukulele. There's just this, like strumming specific note, and as you like are adding these notes to it, it's almost just like empowering the arrow to glow a bit. And as the the mm. blood mm-hmm. comes from uh, Besky's sacrifice, it just wraps around the tip of it and just like creates it's just like we're slowly building an arcane arrow almost so whatever magic you'd love to lend to it mm-hmm. will just overall will help this situation i think okay um then i think hearing that um the dragon will move forward a few strides and it's sort of like towering over most of us all of us as we're gathered and i'm going to sort of flutter down from its back um, and with Cosima's permission um, I want to come close enough to um, touch the bow that you have the tension like the tensed bow that you are holding um, and as I do um, I'm sort of looking I think at the dragon at this point um, maybe a little bit teary-eyed Um but as I'm maintaining eye contact with it, it's going to start to glitter out of existence, but all of that glittering energy is being pulled towards this bow. Um, And there are these spectral draconic wings that kind of sprout from the top of the bow. Mm. And I will back up a little bit. Absolutely amazing. So I'm giving you my sixth level spell. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, okay, yeah. Um, I think that... I am. If this counts as another turn, I will also try to throw in a uh, another hail of thorns just to like create. We've got this like spectral bow, this arrow that is slowly being. And I'm sure that like even Ariadne, like the little tiny amount of magic that is left, there is just like a glow on the bow and arrow mm-hmm. that is just bringing us all together, this light that is shining on all of our faces. Mm-hmm. And this crown of thorns will appear above me, and I will just shoot and let loose this arrow. Okay. So, as you let 
loose this arrow and all this magic that is combined to it 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 enters into the water um, you watch it kind of the water almost separates um, and you see it land right at the center of this star um, and in that moment you all feel this island that you're on start to rumble and shift and shake um, you watch as that star kind of visually lifts off the ground um, and then it just dissipates into this like like spectrum of, of red glitter essentially throughout the kind of this, this clearing you see that power this spirit of the wild that has kind of joined with Cosima it starts to shift it's been in this this strange ethereal form and it starts to wrap and embody Cosima and then it goes and like dives into this spring um, and for a moment everything is quiet Cosima is gone the star is gone these creatures that were around you um, that looked like these warped dryads they start to shift and change um, you see some of like the slump that was over them they start to straighten up um, some branches start to appear on them or, or these vines that were hanging start to form into branches um, and they start to flower these these spots that had been frozen um, in the wilds that you've, you've and, and these flowers that had been warped everything starts to change back to normal um, with the one exception that this whole island starts to flower and decay and then regrow mm. and flower and decay and regrow the same way Cosima's hair did. Mm. Um, mm. And then she wheels herself out of the water. Oh, she comes back. She's not dead. I made it. Wait, she's still alive? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I lived, bitch. I lived, bitch. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. And Cosima, you feel this connection with all of this plane. Um, every flower, every creature, um, every leaf that grows and blooms and dies, um, it is you now. Um, and as you look at these four individuals uh, who helped you get there, what do you do? I think Kasima bows her head to all four of you, including the dragon. Um, and we'll just say, I don't know how to say this, but what you've done has absolutely saved my world. And I hope that one day you'll see that it will save yours as well. Well, It was an absolute honor to help you in any way we could. You've helped us in our great hour of need. Tandaris is dead now because of you. I think whatever he was trying to do, it was going to poison this world. And not very encouraged by his words, but I'm encouraged knowing that I thought hope was lost in the world. And here we are. And I turn and look at the thought. um, And I just say, I think... Whatever he was doing was trying to separate the soul of the wilds from this world, which is why those creatures look so twisted, uh, different. And, and when I first came here, I was confused. 
about why I couldn't feel this power. I think whatever mark he put here was connect disconnecting the soul from the world. So I think that that was letting him basically control everything. Mm. But mm. Uh, how how often is it that people like this come back from the dead? Uh, well, we haven't had much luck with him staying gone every time he... They seem to always find a way, but so do we. That's true, so do we. Yeah. He does yeah. He does serve the god of undeath. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, but I think what we did today was victorious. The last time uh, that we went against Don Jerry's, it was a little bit more um, not pleasant. And I'm just glad that this transfer of power is with someone who wield it wisely and, and take care of this plane, this land. I'm happy that my goal, our goal is aligned with you. Yes. Yeah. I think it's always sad to leave home and the Feywild will forever feel like home. But I, I think this place needs a new protector. That's where I will stand. No one will ever separate this world from this magic as long as I live. Ereni gives a very knowing and understanding nod to that. Um. Okay, is there, is there anything else any of you want to say? It has been absolutely wonderific to meet you all. <laughs> it was stupendous to help you. You did it. <laughs> I, I did. I, I need to lie down. You take a third level of exhaustion. <laughs> I take a third level of exhaustion. Uh, the vibes are truly <laughs> magnificent. Magnificent. You truly are a fantabulous friend. My heart. As Cosima uh, essentially becomes the soul of the wild, becomes the magic that holds the nature together. The four of you still have places to go and ships to repair. So as, as you four walk away, what's Lexi, what's the last visual they see of Cosima? I think that they see, they turn around, and as they wave, they see all of the flowers blooming and going through their life process around them, and the wilds seem to move to almost create a doorway. And I think I'm creating like a dome around this area to protect it. So you see the flowers building up, wrapping together, creating vines, weaving together to create this beautiful dome. And I'm just waving off in the distance near this water. Um, and the world inside the dome begins to glow and that light gets completely like sawed off by this dome that surrounds the magic. Uh, and as the four of you head back towards your ship to figure out what you need to do to leave this island, uh, we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fayforge Academy. What? 
Yeah. Oh, that was so much fun. Good. Yeah. Ch -ch -ch -ch. <gasps> that was awesome. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Kai. You can find me at Kai Quinn on Twitch. I roleplay over there in Red Dead and GTA. Uh, also, social media, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Kai Quinn underscore. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.
Okay. I I'm gonna I'm gonna link something and just just so you know how bad this could have been in a moment given where mm-hmm. Ariane oh it would have been so bad in relation to rain, um but this is one of his skills that I just linked. We've all seen Rain's trauma with her dragons being taken care of. Oh my, oh my god! Goodness. So there was a chance I could have dominated all three of you in that moment. Oh no! <laughs> Yikes! It's terrifying. Not like this. Not okay. like this. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to send you a message real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah! Let's do it. <laughs> the message was, undo everything you just did. <laughs> Narrate your own death, please. I'm so down. <laughs> Th- thanks for coming <laughs> to the thanks. Thank you, Kat. You, it's, like, it's like pre-written for all our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little fruit basket with like a form letter. Oh my gosh.